Allison Little, a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur who has built businesses and brands for the past decade. I'm passionate about helping high achievers launch to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Launch Podcast with Allison Little. I'm excited about this week's episode, which is the importance of personal branding with Miriam Bolcher. Miriam is a high-end portrait photographer based in Madison, Wisconsin. She's obsessed with helping others feel good about themselves and feel good in front of the camera. I'm super excited to share her with you because I actually had portraits taken by her and it was an absolutely amazing experience. Hello, Miriam, and thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. This is going to be a great episode and I'm super excited to share not only what you do, but kind of how you think about building businesses along the way today with our listeners. So Miriam, could you share a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Miriam Bolcher, and I have a studio portrait business here in Madison, Wisconsin. And so I have been doing this for about six years, and I started to focus on portraits because I really wanted it came from a place of empowering women, and it kind of just branched off into this branding kind of universe. And I was like, oh my gosh, businesses really need this. And so I have a history with hair and makeup, and it started off with, okay, I can put all these pieces of the puzzle together. And so I've built this really fabulous business um, that includes hair and makeup, wardrobe styling, um, personal branding, a lot of things that really are just going to elevate businesses to the next level. Um, And that's what I do. I also photograph families. I uh, especially photograph multi-generational families, which is kind of something that's not really, you know, it's not very popular anymore, which is unfortunate. Um, And I really help families really enjoy their memories like every day on their wall, because that's also something that's kind of been a little bit lost. Um, And I love what I do. Mm, That's awesome. I I can tell that you love what you do because you get so excited to talk about it. So it's fantastic. So what is your main passion or purpose in life? My main passion and purpose in life. Um, I would say that my main passion and purpose is number one, getting the best photos of people that they've ever had of themselves. And it kind of seems, I think to some people, they're like, oh, that's kind of a crazy guarantee. But I really do believe in like the knowledge that I have in photographing people. And I really do believe that every single person deserves to have an amazing photograph of themselves, especially in the photo selfie heavy world that we live in. Um, And then the other passion that I have is for families really to enjoy their memories because we live in like a non um, print world right now. And so for the last, like, hmm, let's see, since like 2000, a lot of families are no longer printing their photos. And so they're not really enjoying the memories of their lives, whether it's with their children or their grandchildren, they're not really enjoying them anymore because they're living on clouds instead of on walls. Um, so it's really a huge passion of mine to get families to really like it's one thing to be able to walk into your home and into your living room 30 times a day to be like, Oh my gosh, I really love that picture than hunting for it once a year on your cloud. Um, So that's my other passion. Mm, That's awesome. I think that's fantastic. And I love the idea of helping people really uh, have the best photo of themselves ever. And I know that I got to go through that experience. So I can tell you that like, there's something in your confidence that happens once you experience it for the first time. And I remember feeling so unsure and really kind of um, uneasy about going and getting branding photos for my business. Right. I thought, you know, really, do I need to do this? And why am I spending so much money on this? And like, does it matter? And 
afterward, like it's just such an empowering experience. And I think that's the thing that I absolutely appreciated about you and your process is how you make it fun along the way. And not only that, how you helped me gain confidence in not only what I do, but how I serve the world and being able to demonstrate that through photography is fantastic. So um, I thank you for that. And a lot of people are probably listening to this podcast episode and wondering why do like high-end photographs matter? Why do they matter to my personal brand? Why do they matter to my business? Like what is the deal with this and why is it so important to invest in something like this? So could you share a little bit about what your take is on why it's so important to think about really investing in your image that way? Yes. Oh my gosh. So the, the best and the simplest way to think about it is think about a language, right? So like we all need a language when we want ideal, when we want our ideal clients. So we are like, okay, think about copy, think about a website. You know, we all have all these tools that we need where clients are going to find us. Well, photography is to me an essential language that you need in order for clients to buy from you. So that's why photography is so, so, especially branding photography is really, really important because when someone comes to a website or someone comes to your social media and they're not seeing photos of you, you're essentially missing a huge piece of the communication language. So especially because on the internet, you know, to build trust, you're not in person, right? So if you are in person, you have that leg up of, oh, you can talk to someone, they can read you, they can read your body language, um, but you don't have those things on the internet. So if you are somebody who's acquiring clients through an online form, it is really, really essential to have accurately depicting photos of you and photos that your clients are going to resonate with. And this is equally as important if you do have an in-person business, because even if I, let's say I'm looking for a shop or a service that's located, you know, 15 minutes from me, I'm not just going to go about wander in person. I'm going to go online and look for it. So I'm going to always land online first. And if I don't see any photos of that person, I'm thinking, is this a legit business? And if I do see photos of them, if it's like a cell phone photo, maybe I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe they're not that professional or maybe they don't, they're not taking their own business seriously. And there's a multitude of thoughts that other people are going to have, but essentially photography is a really, really, like in my mind, a very critical tool to elevate that brand to a lot huge level of professionalism and as well enabling that your customers and clients know, like, and trust you more effectively as you would in person so that they can buy from you easily. Mm, I love that. You know, Miriam, I started my first business at 23 and I was doing marketing consulting for multi-million dollar brands. And I remember we were, we were selling condos, right. To high end um, clients. And I remember one of the lessons that I learned from, some of my clients um, was the importance of really high-end photography. And so they would have professionals come in and take the pictures of the condos. And I didn't really understand the importance of that until I saw what it could look like if they didn't have the professional photos, right? Like right. I yeah. saw what the difference was. I mean, if you, if you're wondering in the back of your mind, does this really matter? Take and look at a professional photo of something and uh, amateur photo of something and you'll, you'll right. easily see the difference. And then you can, understand which one do you resonate more with, right? If you're trying to sell to high-end clients, especially with your business or your shop, you're going to want to really resonate with those people. And that means that you need to invest in having high-end photography and images that, that match that brand. So what are three tips that'll help people build their personal brand? 
Oh, goodness. Three tips. Um, I would say number one is to really be authentically you. And I mean, like, really, really, really authentic. And that can be a really hard topic for a lot of people because they're like, oh, I think I'm me. But then when they look at their personal brand, there's nothing of that person in that personal brand. So there's like none of their favorite colors. There's none of their like overall sense of style or there's none of their passion and enthusiasm or there's none of their like hobby type stuff related into it. Not saying it all has to be, you know, tied into all those three things, but a personal brand is a token of you as a person merged with a business idea. So it's really important that when you're thinking about your personal brand, that it does encompass who you are. And that does mean being authentically you. So if a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not sure, like, am I me? Like, am I being authentically me? And a lot of people think they're being authentic, but they're really not digging deep because if you're being authentic, you're being vulnerable. So if you don't feel like you're pushing or you're being uncomfortable in how you present yourself to the world, then it could be that you're not maybe as being as authentic as you should be. Um, And so maybe like dig deep, do a little bit of journaling, do a little bit of, you know, working with a coach. Um, And the other thing I would say is going to be the other tip that I have is to be really cohesive and consistent with your brand. So whether on social media, you're presenting consistently. So in how you look and how you, the props or tools that you use to present yourself, um, and vice versa for like in person. And if you're doing video work, everything flows together in the clothes that you wear in how you are presenting yourself and the locations that you're using to present yourself in. Like everything just kind of like flows together. Um, and then number three, the tip that I would have is to like hire a personal branding um, coach or to hire a personal branding pro um, who helps specify in personal branding because personal branding especially nowadays is really really essential for people to stand apart from the crowd because there's nobody else like you right so to really be authentically you is the best way to reach your ideal audience so if you're really struggling with cohesiveness and how do i market my personal brand what does my personal brand look like what is my subject what is the service that i'm selling um i would highly suggest hiring somebody who does specialize in personal branding especially when it comes to website building or social media presence and that sort of thing um because It seems like a lot of money at first, but it just, it goes so much faster, especially if, you know, you're in need of making sales efficiently and effectively, it goes a long way. Mm, So good. Those are such great tips. And I think everybody that's listening probably was like, yes, that's so good. I love the being authentic and vulnerable. You know, that was something that was really difficult for me at first to Uh, put myself out there. I mean, I think anybody that's building a personal brand, um, it's difficult at first to be truly who you are and to help the people that you want to help and to be that person, right? To everybody. Because because as soon as you're vulnerable, as soon as you really show up as yourself, you know, there's always that risk that people are going to not like it. Right. And that's hard. That's scary. Many of us, especially when you're trying to build up your confidence muscle, perhaps you are just starting in in, in that uh, career or in that business, or you're starting to do things outside your comfort zone, it's difficult. Yeah. And so, you know, thinking about your 
own journey in building your business and, and stepping into your personal brand, Miriam, what are the things that helped you gain that confidence? Oh my goodness. You know, it wasn't really like one time period that it like all came together. It was like over the course of a year, it was bits and pieces that just kind of like, um, oh, it was like layers added on that I just kept kind of like figuring out and being like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Oh, that makes sense. And, you know, like I did my brand design back in like 2014 and I never, you know, and uh, portraits at that time weren't really a part of my business. I was mainly, mainly focused on weddings. And yet here I am like six years later, but my graphics and my brand like logo design still match what I have now. So it's really interesting how it's like things can come in bits and pieces. And so it's not necessarily something you can rush. I mean, you can definitely like work on it, chip away at it and really actively search for that authenticity. Um, But it is something that I think that you have to be really patient and you have to be willing to put the work in and the work is going to be uncomfortable. Because for me, I did a lot of journaling. I had a coach that was really big into mindset and I wasn't really a mindset person. And when she started me on this mindset journey, it also aided in my brand journey because they are like personal brand. Like they're directly linked together. And so I went through this period of, okay, well, I discovered this new thing about myself. Okay. It also ties into how I want to service my clients. And I also came across um, Building Your Story Brand by Donald Miller. And that also amplified my personal brand probably times a thousand because it really helped me hone my voice on this is exactly what my clients need and this is what they need for my brand. And so that really helped me tailor everything about my brand, my voice essentially to what they needed. And so that helped me a ton. So journaling mindset and then, um, yeah, story brand. Mm, I love that. And so one of the things that you just said is, really finding your voice and um, identifying what your clients need. So I want to I want to touch on that because I think that's one of the things that a lot of people miss uh, when when building businesses and really thinking about the business that they're building is number one, being authentic in your voice, but also that idea that what is it that my clients need? And the great thing is that you can ask them, right? Like, like, this isn't like super hard to figure out. A lot of times we want to overcomplicate things. But really, what we can we can do is we can ask them, what is it? What is the problem or challenging that you're facing right now? And how can I help you with that? And they'll tell you and you can write that down. And now every single time that you share something that you're trying to to serve a client with, you tell them that those words exactly back to them and it'll resonate with them. And and my guess is that as you attract more clients, that just keeps happening and you keep honing in on that brand or that story that you're you're sharing. I love that. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So you up-leveled my brand photos. I remember in December doing um, going through the process with you and I was so scared. I remember when I was like, oh my gosh, I, I just am like, ugh. I, I was so nervous. Yeah. But I enjoy well, you know, it's a bit of a drive too, especially for you. And so it's like, ugh, you know, like add on it another layer of like, great, I have to drive. Like, why am I doing this? So I totally understand. It was, it was, but I, I could see like the results that you were getting and how you were serving people. And I didn't exactly know why I was doing it for me personally. Like I was like, I just feel like this is the next step and I'm super grateful that I did. And so the one thing that I noticed that was really different about you because I've done photos before, but was really that you had such an attention to detail and you walked through the entire process. You don't have to share your entire process, obviously, but could you share kind of why you, why you take so much time and energy to make sure that that 
process is enjoyable for your client. Yeah, totally. It is really tough, like as, especially as a female, it's a little bit, not as much for guys, but definitely more so for females. Um, even the ones that are confident, there's like, oh, well, I have to do this and they have requirements and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they've been lucky to figure out what those requirements are in order to get a good photo of themselves. But most of the female population does not fall into that category. They have no idea. They avoid the camera, all those things. So everything with my process has been geared towards, okay, let's get the communication, the body language right off the bat. Like let's eliminate any possibility of feeling uncomfortable in front of the camera. So I do a consultation. I meet with my clients in person before the photo shoot even starts. And that goes a really long way because I'm essentially building a relationship with my clients prior to them stepping in front of the camera. So they're getting to know me. So that way, when I pull out a big black camera in front of them, they're not feeling quite as uncertain because they've already met me. We've already had discussions. I've built a bridge to really get inside their head and really understand like number one, what they're afraid of, because that's really critical, especially in today's society. And number two, what they envision of themselves. And for some people, they have no idea. And so for me, it's really important to get inside their head to figure out how I can help them. How do you want to look? You know, if you don't know, okay, well, let's look at a bunch of different things. So there's a consultation that goes miles. And then when it comes to the actual photo shoot itself, we're starting right away with hair and makeup. So, you know, when you look good, you feel good. And it's just one of those things where, hey, you actually get to relax. Like we're not like rushing in the door. Oh, stand in front of the camera for 10 minutes and then we're done. Like we really want to build up that confidence because it's super key in you can feel confidence through a photograph from a stranger on the internet. And so having the hair and makeup done is such a critical point and like building up that confidence so that it can translate through the camera. And then when we get in front of the camera, I'm like, okay, well, let's do, you know, like a fun, you know, like, don't worry about the clothes. Like, let's just pick something and let's just get used to being in front of the camera. So there's, again, no pressure. And I'm always like, hey, you know, like, if do you want me to show you some of the pictures? There's always communication there going back and forth throughout the entire photo shoot because I want them to know this is your photo. I am here as a tool to help you get the best photo of yourself. Now, I hopefully all the tools have been good enough so that you can and I've been communicating effectively throughout this whole process so that you feel comfortable about telling me, hey, you know what? I actually really don't like that pose about myself. I don't know why. Is there something that we can figure figure it out? And I've had I've had some clients. I've switched my lenses three different times before getting, hey, you know what? I actually really like that better than the other 20 minutes that we did 20 minutes ago. And so it's really about trial and error and understanding that I'm just here to help you. I'm not necessarily, you know, the end all be all, but I'm here as a guide to really get you to be comfortable in front of the camera, to really enjoy having your photos taken and to really understand that you can communicate with me if you don't like something, because that's really important. I mean, it's your face at the end of the day, you're going to be looking at you. You should really like it and you should be able to enjoy the experience. So that's kind of a little bit about how I get people to be comfortable with everything. Mm, Yes. And that's the thing that I thought about is really, I, I felt really comfortable. I felt like I've known you for a long time and we're good. Yeah. Even though we had just met, it was just like, oh, like we're good. We're, I can tell right. you're doing what I'm thinking. Like, I don't have to like pretend like that. I'm, I'm good with something that I'm not, or I right. can change things and she's completely fine with it. And I think that's yep. one of the things that you do just in your personality in general is you're a very open and honest type person. So it's easy to connect with you. And I, and I love that about when we're, when we're trying to think about our business and growing our, our client base, 
um, being able to connect with people is so critical. And that's something that you're really, really good at. So I love that. Yeah. Okay. I am so excited about this point. As I was reading through uh, and preparing for this podcast, I was like, I cannot wait to ask her this question. So one of the things that I loved, and this is like, this is super awesome, woman-owned business, uh, and you created a six-figure business in a new city in six months. Lady, that is fantastic. And (laughs) I'd love for you to share kind of your mindset behind it and how you stay focused on that goal, because I know there are people who are listening right now that dream of that day, right? They dream of reaching that milestone and they're thinking, I don't know if I can ever do it. So could you help us with that mindset and really how you stay focused on that goal? Yeah, for sure. So it's really interesting because I went into that year, January 1st, I was like, I'm going to make six figures this year. I had no client base. I had no studio. I had like, there was a slew of things that were going, you know, like going, not working, I guess you could say in my favor. Um, I had no friends, no coaches, no network, no nothing, literally. Um, And so I, but I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I was like, I am going to make six figures this year. And it was for whatever reason, like when I created my vision board, I actually uh, essentially like didn't like that was the vision board. Like it was like make six figures this year. And I had mentioned it to someone and they were like, yeah, no, like that's like, and they, this was somebody who worked with photographers, like high-end photographers. And they were like, in your first year of doing business, regardless of whether you're in a new city or not, that never happens. Like usually second year is when that happens. Like maybe if you put the work in. And I just thought to myself, I was like, well, that's not an acceptable answer for me. I'm going to, it's going to happen. And essentially what I did, I had just like, I had been new to mindset. I had only been you like starting my mindset journey, like four months prior to this new year. And so I knew the power of mindset already, you know, even though it was only four months in, I was like, what I think is my reality. And I am deciding to think that this year is going to be my six figure year. And so what I did is I had started journaling every single day and I had started doing affirmations. And so as the year went on and as I, you know, searched for people to help me out with my goal, coaches and that sort of thing, I just kept at the top of my mind, okay, my affirmations, I'm going to make six figures this year. This is what, you know, I laid out certain steps that I thought would need to happen in order for it to become a reality. And I just went, I kept revisiting that goal. Every single week, every single day, you know, when I had this affirmation, I, and I, it's in that book and now I've totally forgotten the name of it, but oh, Think and Grow Rich, because that's, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, yes. Think and Grow Rich, Miriam, Think and Grow Rich. Yes, because it's in that, it's in that book, um, the exercise book that you can buy along with it, where it says you have to write out like how you're going to achieve your monetary goal. And like, this is what you do to service. And like, this is a service that you provide. And like, that's what the goal is. And that helped me so much because every single day when I woke up, I was like, this is what I do. This is how I get the money. This is my service. This is what people are going to buy. And so as the year went on, I just held on to that for dear life. Like think of like your brain, like drowning, but like, that was the one thing that I was like, I'm holding on to this. And I knew that I was going to have to make a ton of sacrifice. And it was really hard. I did burn myself out. Like at the end of the year, I was like, 
okay, I accomplished my goal, but like, who am I anymore? Like, I honestly like had to start from ground zero again, because I had worked myself literally into the ground. And so like, it's a huge accomplishment. It did come with some, you know, like sacrifices that especially like with my husband, he was like, yeah, so like, I never see you. Um, But it was a huge learning lesson. And the biggest thing that helped me was constantly revisiting is what I'm doing working. Is it getting me closer to my goal or is it pushing me away? And I was very, very critical of like, essentially people that I was around. If I didn't think that they were going to support me, I essentially like made an effort not to be around them. So when it came to networking groups, if I walked into it and within like 10 minutes, it didn't feel right. I was like, well, that's a write off. I'm not coming back. And I just was very, very critical of every single piece of work that I did because I had a limited amount of time. And so I'm like, I don't have time to like waste. I need to like be around the right people. And I really just relied on affirmations. I relied on trust in the universe. I relied on thinking critically and just like making sure I put the time in to be doing the journaling, doing the mindset work and just thinking and living in the reality of being a six figure business owner before I was even one was Mm -hmm. a huge thing. Uh, I love that. Yeah. That's kind of how it went down. I love that. So you visualize, you already were there, right? You were starting. Exactly. And, and I think that's one of the things that I hear consistently from people that are out there achieving their goals and dreams is that it's not, they aren't waiting for things to happen. They're making things happen. They're taking imperfect action toward their goals and dreams. And they already achieved that goal or dream in their mind, right? Before they even yeah. achieved it, it's already, it's already done. And I love yeah. that. So what are the, I know you've, you've mentioned so many amazing things, but if you were going to just pick two things that you've done in your life to help you launch to the next level, what would they be? I would say the mindset. Honestly, I don't think you can get anywhere in life without a good mindset. Um, and without like believing that you have the power to do anything that you want. And that is like, to me, the key to do anything, really. Like if you want to get anywhere in life, like you got to have a really good mindset. And so I would say like personal development books, all day, every day, think and grow rich all day, every day. Like, you know, until you believe that you have a powerful of enough mindset to like pave your own reality, that would be like number one. And then number two, I think is to focus and surround yourself with people who believe in you. Mm. Because I think a lot of people are really afraid when you make that mindset jump that you realize that you're potentially have been living or been friends with people in your life who just tear unintentionally tear you down um, and don't support you. And I really think that it's one of the best decisions I ever made was to essentially choose that it was okay for me to be alone than to be with people who were unintentionally not supporting my dreams. And I'm best decision ever because I wouldn't be where I am today without making that decision. And I'm not alone. I've made new friends and you know, like you, like, I don't think I would have met you if I hadn't have put myself out there and gone to so many networking events and met so many people who know you and we got connected. And um, it's like super scary, but there's so many new things that come along the way that it's so worth it. And you just kind of have to trust in it. Mm, I love that. And that's the thing I think, you know, I love that, 
as soon as we start seeing ourselves at that, at that as a higher version of ourselves, as how we serve the world in a bigger way, it's interesting because, you know, I, I went through that same journey where I was feeling like, okay, I could stay stuck in where I am or I can launch to that next level. And in order to go to the next level, you really need to be mindful of how you're thinking and who you're surrounding yourself with. I mean, seriously, it's it's so critical. And then when once you have that belief in yourself it's amazing how you can attract the right people to help support you along the way and that's that's it's isn't it and it's just like a life changer because you're like oh my gosh like I I never would have been in this situation with these amazing wonderful people had I not grown myself to the level to be able to handle that right and you had to watch yourself to the next level in order to get to that point and not exactly. that you're better than anybody because none of us are better than anybody, but you you realize a higher version of yourself that you could serve yep. the world in a bigger way. And as soon yep. as you do that, as soon as you made up your mind to do that, that's where it's like, it's like magic happens, right? Yeah. And then the people like the right people literally fall onto your lap because that's exactly what happened to me. Like that year that I made that, like that six figures, like all the right people came into my life. And I was overwhelmed with gratitude because I'm like, where were these people like 15 years ago when I really wanted them, you know, like they weren't there, but it's because I wasn't working on myself. And the second I worked on myself and I was, you know, I had let go of the attachment of needing people around me, all the right people came in. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it's mind blowing because it was like the reward, the reward that I did for myself, like the universe was like, I, I got you. Like I got all the people you need. Here you go. And it was the best. Mm, So good. Yes. Awesome. Well, Miriam, I am absolutely cheering you on and I'm so excited to be a part of your journey. And I'm so grateful that you took the time and energy to share with the launch listeners today. I know that they're going to absolutely love this episode. So how do people get a hold of you? Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. So people can get a hold of me. Um, I love LinkedIn. So if you're somebody that's on LinkedIn, um, you can find me there, Miriam Bolcher. And then I'm also really active on Instagram, which is um, at portraits by Miriam Bulcher. And of course, you can go to my website. If you are in the Wisconsin area and are interested in photos, I would love to photograph you. Um, and my website is miriambulcher.com. And I do have a Facebook page as well, Miriam Bulcher Photography, which the links are there on my website. So if you get lost in any of those, they're there. But I would love to connect with you. And Allison, you're so amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful for you inviting me onto your podcast. And yeah, it's been amazing. Awesome. I'm so excited. This is so, so good. And to all of our launch listeners, I thank you for taking the time and energy to learn from Miriam and I today. You know, it's just one of those things that we all learn, right? And I just, I learned so much. I have so many notes and I know that we can take this information and apply it to our lives and our businesses right now, right? That's the thing that I love whenever I do a podcast episode is that we can apply this right now. So I hope you have a fantastic day and remember to rate and review the launch podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Launch Podcast. I'm Allison Little, and I'm so excited that you spent your time with me. Look for future episodes and connect with me on social media or at my website at www.allisonlittle.com. 